Hi, I'm PJ, and welcome to House Daily. I wonder how you've been feeling recently with all the changes to lockdown restrictions. Um, I was chatting to some friends uh, recently, and 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 generally, people's mental health has been um, really pushed during this time. People have found it hard, and friendly has anxiety. Um, they're saying actually, in some ways, this this releasing for many of us, maybe feel joy, maybe excitement. Um, but for for him, it was it was tough. That anxiety of is it okay? Is it safe um, out there? How are people going to abide by the rules? All those sorts of things. In some ways, it just. It's a different direction of, of pressure on our mental health. And um, for, for many of us, we may struggle with our mental health. One in four people every year will have some form of mental health issue. And so it's incredibly normal. Um, but for you, you may be finding it tough. And as always, encourage you massively to, to talk to someone, to speak out, to chat to a GP or a friend or many incredible organizations out there who support people. Um, and there's some great resources out there particularly around coronavirus at the moment and and some great uh, podcasts and all different things going on to try and help and support us during this time. Um, and so if that's you, do reach out, do get help. It's so, so important to encourage one of these times. And we're going to dig into scripture uh, today uh, to give us something new and life-giving for the season that we're in. And so we're going through the book of Nehemiah, looking at the rebuilding the wall, but rebuilding the community also. We just have this time where they've dug into uh, the scriptures for seven days. They've recommitted themselves to God, uh, committing they're going to obey and follow him. And we're, we're heading into the so what next, what now section. So if you've got your Bible, with Nehemiah chapter 11, starting at verse 1. Now the leaders of the people settled in Jerusalem. The rest of the people cast lots to bring one out of every ten of them in to live in Jerusalem, the holy city, while the remaining nine were to stay in their own towns. The people commend, uh, commended all who volunteered to live in Jerusalem. These are the provincial leaders who settled in Jerusalem. Now some Israelites, priests, Levites, temple servants, and other descendants of Solomon's servants lived in the towns of Judah, each on their own property in various towns, while other people from both Judah and Bedouin lived in Jerusalem. From the descendants of Judah, Athaniah, son of Uzziah, the son of Zechariah, the son of Amiah, the son of Shephiah, the son of Manaliah, the descendant of Pe- uh, Perez, and Messiah, son of Baruch, the son of Cahozeh, the son of Haziah, the son of Adiah, the son of uh, Jorib, the son of Zechariah, the descendant of she- uh, Shelah. The descendants of Perez who lived in Jerusalem totaled 468 men of standing. The descendants of Benjamin, Salu, son of Meshalam, the son of Joed, the son of Padiah, the son of Kaliah, the son of Messiah, the son of Ithriel, the son of Josiah, and his followers, Ga- uh, Gabai and Salai, nine hundred and twenty-eight men. Joel, son of Zechari, Z- uh, the, uh, their chief officer, and Judah, son of uh, Hasanur, who uh, was over the new quarter of the city. From the priests, Jediah, the son of Jerib, Jakin, Shariah, son of Halakai, the son of Mesu- uh, Mesulam, the son of Zakok, the son of Merimoth the son of Aratub, the official in charge of the house of God and their associates and the, uh, who carried on the work of the temple 822 men, Adiah, son of uh, Jerem, 
the son of Pelaim, the son of Amzi, the son of Zechariah, the son of Pashur, the son of Malachijah, and his associates who were were heads of the families, 242 men, Ashamiah, son of Azariah, the son of Aziah, the son of Meshalamoth, the son of Emir, and his associates who were men of standing, 128. The chief officers were Zebdel, son of Hagadolim, the Levites, Shemaiah, son of Hasub, the son of Azagaram, the son of Hashabiah, the son of Bani, Shamathiah, and Josabad, the two heads of the Levites, who were in charge of the outside work of the house of God, Manathiah, son of Micah, the son of Zadi, the son of Asph, the, the, the descendant uh, director who led in the thanksgiving and prayer, Bacchabiah, second among his associates, and Abadah, son of um, uh, Shemaiah, the son of Gala, and the son of Jerthun. The Levites in the holy city totaled 284. The gateskeepers, Akub, Talim, and their associates who kept watch of the gates, 172 men. The rest of the Levites were there uh, with the priests and uh, the rest of the Israelites, their priests and Levites, were in all the towns of Judah, each on their ancestral property. Lots more names, lots more people um, and all men because that's how they recorded it in our time. But even with all those hundreds of men, there would have been their fat wives, there would have been their children, um, equally important. But they, the way they recorded people in history throughout scripture was, was men in this time. Um, but so many people um, working out where they're going to live, basically. And it seems an interesting thing to put in, but they've reached that point of they've rebuilt the temple, they've rebuilt the walls, they've uh, gathered together, they've refocused on God, they've recommitted themselves to God, and then they've got to settle. Life has to continue. Um, and so they work out who's going to live where and, and they settle. There's that moment finally having made that great commitment to God of going, actually, is it going to work? Are we going to stay committed to God in this way that we've we've promised, all of us have promised? And it's that moment of settle, which inevitably we will we all get to that point. And as we've been thinking about um, in light of coronavirus, um, in light of just God speaking to many of us during the season, I find it such a refining time um, of, of God speaking to me and, and challenging me and, and wants me to rebuild in a different way of a life that we had before, whether it's as a person, as a church, as a family, whatever it is. Um, there will always be that point of, okay, we now need to settle and, and wait to see what happens, to see if those decisions, those things we feel God's saying is, is going to make a difference in our life, whether that's committing to read our Bible more regularly, to praying more, to changing how we do our finances, changing a work-life balance, what our focus is, how we work with people, whatever it may be. In some ways, there's got to be the opportunity of waiting to see if it works. My uh, first degree, uh, I was as marine engineer. We used to build and design uh, boats, nothing full scale, lots of models though. Um, and there'd always be that time we'd spend lots of time doing the calculations, the the math, and the and drawing models on computers and seeing and thinking it would work and float in the right way. Because it's really easy to build a boat. Actually, the really hard thing is to build a boat that floats the right way up. Often it'll float upside down. Um, and so we'd do all the calculations and work, and then there'd always be that time where we'd make the scale model, and would finally place it in the the tank and we'd 
just have to wait and see, does it float the right way up? Does it, does it react like we think it will? Um, and there's that moment for us as we want to be built in a different way and see God action in our lives in a new and greater way of, okay, is this going to work? And that takes time to see, to see if that impact works on us. There's always that moment of, okay, here we go. Commit to this and see if it works. And God will continue to speak to us for our lives. But in some ways, we have to be patient and wait. God is a God who walks with us in a garden. He doesn't run. He does life at his own pace, which is often much slower than the world wants us to be. Um, and so we need to sometimes be patient to settle and wait and see if those things which God is calling us to change and do new in our lives have an impact on, on us, on our soul, on our life um, here on this earth. Let me pray. God, may you help us to do that, settling as you, you call us to rebuild in a different way in our lives. Help us also to to know those moments of, okay, now we just need to sit and wait and see the impact of this and not be hungry for the immediate response, success and what's going on, but to be patient for what you're doing in our lives and to trust in you and be faithful to you and the work you're doing in us. Amen. Thanks so much for joining. Be safe, be church, keep washing your hands.